In today's episode, you will learn how Panther Protocol is enhancing privacy in DeFi. I interview Oliver Gale, the co-founder of Panther Protocol, and we dive into why privacy is important in Web3 and DeFi and much, much more. Stay tuned and don't miss this one. Welcome to the New to Crypto podcast, designed to guide you through the crypto landscape with pinpoint accuracy created for the new and intermediate crypto investor join your host crypto travels michael as he takes you through the different facets of getting started and succeeding in your crypto journey new to crypto podcast brings you new episodes daily monday through friday with surprise bonus episodes sometimes on the weekend let me ask you are you new to crypto don't know where to start are you more experienced but have questions? Then you're in the right place. This podcast is designed for you. Coming at you from the Trading Center in the Lifestyle Design Studio, here's your host, Crypto Travels Michael. Brave Wallet is the first secure crypto wallet built natively in a Web3 crypto browser. No extension required. You can store, manage, and grow your portfolio, get NFTs, and multi-chain support. Download the Brave Privacy Browser at brave.com slash new to crypto and click on the wallet icon to get started. Hey, welcome back to the show. Today's episode is all about learning how Panther Protocol is enhancing privacy in DeFi. And we have a special guest today. We have the co-founder, Oliver Gale here. And Oliver, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming out. Hey, man. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, let me ask you, can you tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm a Barbadian. I was born and raised in Barbados. Actually born in England, but raised in Barbados from three months old. I studied accounting and management and took interest in macroeconomics, game theory, international finance at the University of Bristol and uh, was concurrently at university and post-university running my own record label as a reggae artist singing, writing, performing uh, my own songs and then publishing, distributing and handling all of the you know, business matters that pertain to that. Subsequently to that, I was introduced to Bitcoin in early 2013 and within a week set up the Caribbean's first exchange and that expanded into cryptocurrency wallets and ATM networks, a broker dealer and a second stablecoin, which was the Barbadian digital dollar which got us international attention and then a, an investment from overstock.com into what became the company that built and deployed the first central bank digital currency in an economic union and, and currently has an 80% market share for retail CBDCs. And so from there, I went on to set up a private trading firm because I'd been investing since the first uh, ICO, that was MasterCoin and then Ethereum and so on and so forth. And through that, uh, incubated a credit platform and an advisory firm. And then in 2020, I met my co-founder in Panther, Anish Mohammed, and we saw complementary skill sets and experience and decided to form Panther Protocol as, as a project that we saw as being very much needed in our global societies and digital economies and also a problem a big problem that we could really solve effectively and so here we are awesome so you so you went from an award-winning hip-hop artist in the caribbean to uh dealing in central bank digital currency and i see that your co-founder was also one of the founders in the uk digital currency association and that's exciting 
Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, it was, uh, I was reggae artist one year and then hip hop artist of the other year. So I switched genres and was successful in both. And my co-founder has worked on over uh, 20 protocols, including Ethereum and Ripple, Ocean, Boson. So we, we really make a, a strong team. I've, I'm a serial entrepreneur. And so for me, this is a case of blending the experience and networks that we have had to build this protocol, which has a, a TGE coming up. Well, the TGE is on the 31st of January, put it that way. So at the time of recording, we've got just under a week. So it's a really exciting time. All hands are on deck and, you know, we're scaling and growing the business and the team and the community very fast. Mm-hmm. All right. And that sounds, that sounds great. Let, let me ask you, in a, in a nutshell, what is Panther Protocol for our listeners that may not be a familiar or your area uh, with Panther may be new uh, for the listener? Sure. So there's two ways to look at the problem. One of the ways to look at it is that most blockchains are public blockchains, meaning all transactions are published on chain, which is an unprecedented level of visibility on people's financial transaction history, which in many cases are small transactions and relate to personal acquisitions. It could be, you know, shopping at a supermarket or purchasing a prescription medication or whatever the case may be. And but nonetheless, whether it's big or small, all transactions are published on on most major blockchains. And so this opens up massive vector of surveillance in what is already a surveillance economy. And so large actors with the resources to analyze big data sets can learn a lot about what we as individuals and collectives and corporations do. And uh, this goes against the grain of, of our rights to privacy, our rights to freedom and our sovereignty. So Panther addresses that by building a multi-chain privacy protocol. And so, you know, it's this mechanism of transacting on blockchains more privately and protecting alpha. So alpha is, you know, typically, you know, uses a term as it pertains to trading marketplaces. So for institutions or large traders that don't want to publish what their portfolio looks like or the transactions they're executing, Panther enables that type of privacy. And so the protocol also extends in another direction, and that is what we call ZK reveals, which are zero knowledge proofs that some condition has been met or some action has taken place or not taken place, and a proof is provided of that to a counterparty, which sounds like a very broad-based tool, and it is. So Panther is building infrastructure to support all transactions in Web3 that can be supported with a zero-knowledge proof system being so supported. So that ranges from authentication of systems to compliance tooling, healthcare, insurance, you know, marketplace access, and so forth. So we really do have a broad based suite of solutions that tackle transactions and also proof of verifier data relay functions. Okay. I, I really like what your, your Medium blog article says. I'm going to paraphrase here, but it breaks it down as the objective of Panther Protocol is to infuse the whole DeFi ecosystem with privacy. Aside from building unique technology that comprises the many innovations brought forward by Panther to succeed, we also need to make them accessible, allowing the whole DeFi ecosystem and crypto communities. I think that's awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, that is well said. And you know, credit to the team for coming with that copy. And when you break it down into the basic functionality that we're providing to users in the crypto ecosystem, mm-hmm. you can take an underlying token. Let's say it's Ethereum. You can deposit it to your Panther wallet and you are issued a ZETH, which is a one-to-one backed token. That one-to-one backed token can be sent as ZETH to any other Panther user privately. And mm-hmm. so when the recipient receives their ZETH from the sender, which transaction will happen at a lower cost because Panther is uh, integrating scaling solutions as well as privacy solutions, then that user can choose to redeem the ZETH for ETH or it can interact with DeFi using the ZETH. So this class of assets is as called they they are called Z assets, mm-hmm. and they are a new type of DeFi instrument, uh, blockchain instrument, where ultimately Z assets are transferable across chains as well as between parties on any particular chain. And that mechanism of transacting across chain will be supported by our interchain private decks, which will be uh, built and released approximately Q3 of this year. And so that is a major piece of infrastructure for Web3 to connect transactions across different chains and provide a private venue for swaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to do a deeper dive with you and, and perhaps your, your co-founder in another episode, maybe a video for YouTube where we break down this topic more de- in depth because I think it's great what you guys are doing. Let me ask I'll be, you, I'm happy to. why is privacy important in Web3 and DeFi? Like, you know, this concept may be new for some of our listeners, but why is privacy important with Web3? So I was touching on it. A few, you know, a little bit earlier to, and to say it again in, in different words, mm-hmm. privacy is a fundamental human right. And it is something where if you don't have privacy, then your negotiating position is undermined. And this pertains to uh, any sort of transaction between yourself and a counterparty who knows more about you than you know about them. It also undermines your sovereignty as an individual and gives counterparties leverage against you. And you can see that in the applications of uh, voter rights to democracy. And so privacy is a, you know, voter privacy, for example, is a fundamental building block for a fair election. And we see that it's been proven that individuals who are surveyed behave differently to those who are not. And so in that context, the very act of being surveyed uh, changes how you behave and undermines privacy and freedom. So we're focused on this mission of ensuring that everyone has the sovereign right to privacy and we're building in compliance tools and systems that allow users to engage in things like regulated financial services or tax disclosures, credit scoring, et cetera, at their voluntary discretion. And so what that opens up is the possibility of having institutional DeFi where counterparties can work together and maintain and protect their privacy, whether it's privacy for the sake of personal empowerment or it's privacy to protect your upside or alpha from competitors and unfair exploitation. So it's a big mission and we're very proud to be one of the spearhead organizations tackling it. 
Brave Wallet is the first secure crypto wallet built natively in a Web3 crypto browser. What's Web3? Web3 is freedom from big tech and Wall Street. More control and better privacy. But there's a weak point in Web3. Your crypto wallet. Most wallets are browser extensions, a Web2 technology. That means the same old risks. App spoofing, phishing scams, and theft. Brave Wallet is different. Brave Wallet is the first secure wallet built natively in a Web3 crypto browser. No extension required. With Brave Wallet, you can buy, store, send, and swap assets, manage NFTs, even connect other wallets and dApps, all from the security of the best privacy browser on the market. Whether you're new to crypto or a seasoned pro, it's time to ditch those risky extensions. It's time to switch to Brave Wallet. Download Brave at brave.com forward slash new to crypto and click on the wallet icon to get started. Yeah, that's really good to see. Thanks for unpacking and breaking that down a little bit more for the listeners. Things are great in, in that area of which you guys Our listeners are familiar with and currently using DEXs or decentralized exchanges. However, what is your interchain layer one private DEX and how is it beneficial? I know you mentioned in Q3 it's going to drop, but can you give us a little sneak peek and some more info about it? Yeah, so our tech team just came back from a workshop which we held in Dubai to map out the 2022 roadmap and delivery plan. So sprints are already underway in deploying you know, the next version of Panther, which will be uh, the full MVP. The, the next version is the staking protocol, which allows you to transfer and stake ZKP, uh, which you know has a, a wonderful rewards program around it. The second phase is the deployment of the multi-asset shielded pools, which are the pools in which you deposit assets and which allow you to interact with other users and smart contracts in DeFi privately. So, and then the, the interchain decks will be the release that comes out thereafter. Mm-hmm. So if I want to send transactions privately from blockchain A to blockchain B, there, you know, you, you have some options. There are bridges that operate like DEXs and they're direct atomic swap bridges. We'll be building both. The interchain private DEX, we've not yet determined. We're doing some trade-off uh, analysis on whether it should be our own layer one or built on another layer one or a layer two and what that hub and spoke model should look like. But the, you know, one of the major benefits of this venue is that it will allow the assets to be swapped privately. Mm-hmm. So the AMM will not have visibility. So it will be protected through a zero knowledge scheme. And then, so that's, a, that's an advantage. You can conduct the swaps with low slippage between the parties, which is a major advantage and the costs of those swaps themselves are going to be uh, low cost swaps using the technology we're using so if you are an institution or a retail user and you're trying to privately conduct a transaction cross chain mm-hmm. panther is the super highway that will interconnect and bridge across those chains so you can think of panther like the super highway interconnecting different blockchains privately when a user wants to send a transaction from one chain to another chain privately and further when they want to send transactions within each of those blockchains which we call pair chains in the panther ecosystem privately 
you can do so. So you can think of Panther like uh, a hub and spoke protocol. The hub is the interchain private decks and the spokes are multi-asset shielded pools. And so far we have partnerships with six layer one and layer two protocols to deploy multi-asset shielded pools or MASPs. And uh, that partnership base is growing all the time. So that is Panther protocol. And we're very excited about both the multi-asset shielded pool deployments and the interchain private decks, which we see as being one of the core pieces of infrastructure in Web3. Awesome. Can you share with our listeners how that ties into the protocol, kind of like the overview of that? Yeah, so ZKP is a governance and utility token. The token is used for voting on proposals through the Panther DAO. Uh, we'll be, we will be implementing incentivized voting, so that will have an economic incentive for users to vote, regardless of which direction they vote in. And we've implemented that to some extent with a, a predecessor protocol called LaunchDAO, which applied our ZK reveal schemes to enable our users to vote privately on launching Panther protocol, uh, which is the world's first instance of a private on-chain vote and further, that vote is used to enable LaunchDAO to deploy Panther. So in fact, Panther has a fully decentralized launch as well. The other utility purpose for ZKP, it is used to incentivize relayers. It's in, uh, used to incentivize privacy stakers. It is used to incentivize security of our interchain decks through some bonding mechanisms and to secure those bridges. And so there's a broad utility for the token. There are mechanics in place to encourage uh, staking a long-term lockup. There are mechanics in place that facilitate the DAO purchasing ZKP for every transaction that happens through the Panther ecosystem. And those ZKP are taken off of the market, which creates buy pressure organically. So there's a lot of engineering that's gone into the governance side of the protocol and also into the utility of the protocol itself. And ZKP is, is at the heart of all of it. Awesome. It looks like you have uh, 1 billion for, I'm looking at the key metrics on your one pager. It looks like you have a billion in the total supply. And um, you guys sold, what, 5% of the supply at public sale? Yeah, so we've sold roughly 20% of the supply in total. We've raised 32 million US dollars to build out and deploy the protocol. We've got a world-class team, which is now rapidly growing as a result of that public sale, which was a, the public sale was the final fundraising effort. And we raised 22 million US in 90 minutes with over half a billion dollars of demand for the token. So we, we did really well on that front. And uh, from TGE, the market cap uh, will be roughly 45 million US dollars to 60 million, which is very cheap relative to pairs offering technology in the same bracket as Panther. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's an ERC-20 token. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Changing gears here to another another thing I wanted to ask you about. I was on your homepage, your website, which everyone will see. Uh, we head over to the blog post page. In today's episode, we have all your assets and links there and images, etc. cetera. Um, but you have a multi-asset smart contract protocol section on your site. And I know some of the listeners will, will see that and they might have some questions. Can you kind of give us a simplified version of, of what, what that section and what that component is all about? Yep. Sure bet. So... When you use uh, a zero-knowledge proof to prove that something took place, a transaction took place, without revealing who you are, you can use an analogy of something like a, a room with P1 
people in the room. If I give you a zero knowledge proof that I am in a room, but I am the only person in the room, then there's no privacy at all because you can use deduction to know that it's me in the room. So in order for this zero knowledge proof to have effect, you must have other people in the room. And the room in the case of Panther Protocol is the shielded pool and the people are assets, tokens in those pools. So the more tokens in the pool, the more privacy you're given, statistically speaking. What Panther has done uniquely is enabled a multi-asset shielded pool, where typically for protocols that offer privacy in this way, you will find that you must have one asset type per pool and create pools for each asset and then build privacy for each of those. With Panther, you can put multiple different asset types into the pool. And so in that way, even small cap tokens can benefit from the privacy offered by the multi-asset shielded pool. So in like a summary format, the long tail of crypto assets can benefit from the privacy of other larger cap assets in the multi-asset shielded pool. Wow, that's great. You guys have so many different different areas and components of things that, and on the tech side that you've been building into your overall protocol. It's, uh, it's really exciting what you guys have going with Panther and all the time and effort that your team has taken you know, working with, with you all this out. Yeah, we've certainly, we've certainly been working hard now for over a year and a half mm-hmm. building this out. Awesome. Let me ask you, how is Panther Protocol helping institutions? I know we touched on that previously a little bit, but like overall, how are you either helping institutions or how can you help institutions that may hear this and, you know, or just find you guys organically and want to to know more about that? Well, institutions need to protect their users' privacy. They need to protect their alpha. And so Panther is the only protocol that facilitates the protection of alpha and privacy alongside compliance tooling through our ZK reveal scheme. So it will be an opt-in service that institutions and their users will come into where they can say, we want to use multi-asset shielded pools in the interchain decks, and we want to do so in a way where we can still make disclosures to our authorities and regulators if we need to. And in that manner, they'll use ZK reveals to selectively disclose information to a counterparty, as opposed to the status quo, which is all information is disclosed to everyone on immutable blockchains. Let me ask you, is there anything else that you you would like to share with the audience about Panther or anything else that you're working on before we conclude here? I think uh, Panther is a project that any investor and anyone interested in their own freedom and sovereignty within Web3 should be looking at. We have uniquely engineered a protocol to address some of the biggest problems in the crypto universe and the Web3, emergent Web3 universe. And I would say, you know, just keep an eye on us because we're evolving and innovating and releasing tech on a regular basis now. And, uh, you know, we'll be listing on tier one exchanges at the time of, from today in, in a matter of days, in fact. And so we will become and the ZKP token and Panther protocol is going to become an increasingly known brand and name and project in the space. So the sooner you're aware of it, the better. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Oliver, I just want to thank you for coming out here, uh, being part of today's episode and sharing all this. I really look forward to bringing you back on the show and we'll do a video next time. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it.
Absolutely. Welcome back anytime. And uh, for our listeners, if you like today's episode, definitely like and subscribe to the podcast. We have amazing interviews as, as you just heard one here and uh, chime in here tomorrow for another special episode. Until then, make it a great day. Thanks for tuning in to New to Crypto Podcast. If you like the episode, be sure to follow and subscribe. You can listen to every episode on all major platforms. Have an interest in being on the show or want advertising? Reach out at newtocrypto.io. Head over to our site, newtocrypto.io, to access the resources mentioned in each episode. Until next time, remember to navigate the crypto landscape with pinpoint accuracy.